Welcome to our very first ACCA Me Talks, in other words, ACCA Middle East. I'm your host, Fazila Gopalani, head of ACCA for the Middle East. And before I introduce my first guest, I wanted to share with you our vision and your role for Me Talks. The recent pandemic has had a fundamental shift to the way we connect, network, and interact. In the Middle East, we shifted with great ease into the digital webinar, CPD, and education sessions. However, we know that there are still many of you with whom we've not managed to connect with. And so here we are with our Me Talks. We're looking to bring you a series of informative, informal chats with many industry experts from across our region. And these sessions include topics such as sustainability, digital transformation, tax, green finance, corporate governance, and much, much more. We hope at the end of the session, you will interact with us, leave us questions and comments, and proactively suggest topics and speakers from whom you would like to hear from. So today, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to the Me Talks hot seat, Saad Maniar. Many of you know Saad in his role as chair of the ACCA Members Advisory Committee here in the UAE and his role at, as partner at CROW. Welcome, Saad. So Saad, many of us are so over COVID-19. We're all trying to return to the semblance of the new norm of a post-COVID world that we're living in. ACCA has recently produced two reports, COVID-19 Global Survey and a Road to Recovery report that looked at how organizations around the world are responding to the COVID-19 crisis and a few of ACCA's recommendations for charting a path to recovery. I wanted us to break this down to our specific region. So in this report, 80% of business leaders said they predicted a significant downturn in expected revenues and profit year on year. From your experience, Saad, do you think this was reflected within the Middle East region? Thank you for the kind introduction, Fazila. We are all in this pandemic since the beginning of the year. But for me, it has been seven months, 14 days and counting. I know this because my children were in Italy on ski trip at that time and life changed for all of us since then in UAE. Coming back to your question, the greatest revenue downfall was seen in the hospitality and tourism sector. I feel sorry for the people there. I believe 50% of the business have suffered significant decrease in revenue which will be reflected in the performance this year. Obviously, this is based on the fact that we have audited number of financial statements 
and have noted this trend. Followed by 25% or so, in my view, will see low to moderate decrease in revenue. And believe me or not, in my view, there are approximately 25% of the businesses that have actually benefited mm. and mm -hmm. seen significant increase in their revenue. For example, retail, training courses, cleaning products, food, technology, and so on. These businesses will see abnormally high profits due to impact of COVID. To summarize my comment, although it has been a turbulent year, we have all learned to survive. Tough decisions were made and everyone has come out of the comfort zone to see this through. It's so true that there are so many different types of industries and businesses that have actually benefited. I mean, I know that during lockdown, I couldn't even find a running machine or a bike, an indoor bike, um, because they were all sold out in the UAE. And um, we all know how that's had an impact on those types of businesses that sell things like this, um, especially online businesses. Um, Thank you for your comments. Um, now, with this prediction, it was noted that over one third of organizations had, at the time of the report, experienced cash flow problems. Now, being a perceived cash rich economy, how did the Middle East cash flow management fare? And if you recall, we had actually held a, a webinar on this very topic for our members a couple of months ago. So what's your viewpoint there? Yes, I do recall the webinar that we hosted. Historically, the Middle East market has a reputation of being slow or bad payers. The region need to bring discipline in this aspect, for sure. Though what I'm going to say may not hold true for all industries, but in my experience, I have noted that generally the management of the cash flow was actually better during the COVID than what it was pre-COVID. This may be due to a simple reason that people got more emotionally connected and understood that the economy to survive, the payment have to be collected and paid on time. The humanity element, which was good to see truly. Also, the rigor and the process of collection were also noted to be improved. I can certainly say this from my own experience in managing the cash flow in our firm, that our processes has improved with conscious efforts and we have seen better results than before. While some may argue otherwise, but for some, this has been the case. Mm. Interesting. So I think the key sort of finding there is that conscious effort, right? So um, times were hard and when there are difficult times, you've got to think about what can you do and cash flow is important. Do you remember the days when we used to say cash is king? Liquidity Absolutely. is fundamental because businesses don't collapse because they're not profitable. They collapse because they run out of money, 
run out of cash. So that's good to hear and see that, uh, you know, businesses did become better because we are sort of notorious for in this region, not paying on time and not having great um, cash flow management. As an accountant myself and an ACCA member, I find um, the next statistic very surprising. And so it's a pretty loaded question, Saad. Almost half of businesses had not undertaken a re-forecast impacting ability to plan. Was this true for our region? And what do you think the main cause of this was? And what are your words of wisdom to ensure that this doesn't happen going forward? I think this is a great question, Fazila. And uh, everyone must reflect their thoughts on this question to be able to deal with this kind of situation if such event is to happen in future. Generally speaking, the Middle East market are known for being risk takers. Major decisions are taken without much elaboration or calculation or the good old demand and supply dynamics. Mm -hmm. As a result, we have seen business suffer and fail to achieve the desired objectives. A good reflection would be to go back to the basics, do the budgeting, the historical data and forecast, realign when needed, so that the company can realistically achieve the desired results. I cannot urge enough because unfortunately failed businesses have very severe consequences on the economy. And then many people lose their employment, bank loses their money and so on goes the multiplier effect. This can be easily negotiated with good planning and risk management. Fazila, you are being an accountant too. I would like to know your views on this subject. Saad, one quote I live by um, is, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And therefore, I mean, having been a practicing accountant in the UK, uh, you know, having um, many SME clients, um, the key is they need to not just have a budget, but also have a cash flow forecast. And SMEs don't realize how important this is. And I really do believe at such a time as when COVID happened back in March, companies should have stopped, pause, reflect and plan ahead, especially their liquidity position, what payments have to go out, what they were expecting to come in to see if they could negotiate anything with banks, see if they could spread payments across the rest of the year. And if companies don't do this, you are 100% right. They, bus businesses will fail, economy will be impacted, and many people will lose their jobs. So the key is you must keep on planning. Planning is not, a I mean, budgeting is not a process that's just done once a year. It has to be consistently re-looked at as the months and quarters go by. And then you have to compare to actual, compare to budgeted, to get a variance, to be able to make a decision to see what is going on and what needs to be changed in order to make those right decisions to ensure the going concern of that business. 
I'm surprised to learn that almost one third of organizations had no business continuity plan in place. I mean, oh my life, with almost 40% of smaller organizations actually agreeing with this. So if you look at the UAE, they have a business continuity management standard guide that's free for all businesses to access. How is something like this possible in 2020? Do you find this to be an issue within the Middle East or is it an issue with organizations internally not understanding who has to take responsibility? But I would like to for, uh, you know, raise a question here that the business continuity management standard guide that's free for all businesses to access, which is available in UAE, but how many of the business know about it? Very good point. No? Yeah. You know, go, going back to your question, you know, absolutely, uh, you have touched the pain points of the Middle East and the UAE in particular. It is very sad to see that such a large percentage of business took a hit due to lockdown and other health and safety measures. Some have somehow managed to grapple the situation and definitely kudos to DIFC to have mandatory business continuity plan for all the regulated entities. Moreover, due to strong regulatory environment in DIFC, not only have a plan is enough, it is to be tested regularly, at least once a year for its relevance and reliability. It is because of this reason, all the companies in DIFC saw a seamless switch to work from home without compromising the confidentiality and ethical principles. The companies should be made aware of the standard guide that is available for their use. Moreover, companies need to understand the importance of response plan, be it for such a pandemic or any other disaster situation and testing needs to be reinforced. So the mindset shift of seeing such an exercise as a burden to a life or a business saving tool is needed. Interesting. Thank you. Um, yeah, lots of food for thought there. And there is this guide available. And, and I think what you've touched there is the importance of the main question was, do businesses know about it, that it's there available for them? So the report also mentioned that the most widespread concern facing organizations was employee productivity. Now, I've been following you on LinkedIn, Saad, and I saw how you managed to keep motivation during the peak of the lockdown here in the Middle East. And I feel that many organizations in our region did adapt really well. So what were your observations? And with many organizations still working from home, what are your top tips? I think all of us fared well in this one aspect, and uh, it has been a commendable effort all around. Dare I say anything, I think we all did better than what it used to be pre-COVID. 
digital advancement has enabled productivity. There were no need to allow any time for commuting or getting ready for work. Instead, time was utilized for the productive work. And Zoom meetings meant that we could fit our schedules back to back. This fact was very well appreciated by all and enjoyed too. At Crow, we definitely showcased our care, share, invest, and grow values. And during the pandemic, to keep the office solidarity and motivation going, we did one too many videos and Zoom tea parties and celebrated the special occasions and so on. I do hope that once the economy is back to normal, both employees and management continue to support each other in order to achieve uh, the desired objectives. Especially for some businesses, it has been hard to make ends meet. And I can confidently confirm for some, they have gone to an extent that they have digged into their own pocket to pay the salaries on time. Really commendable efforts from such people. This is regardless of the business situation or the prospect they see. Wow, commendable efforts, um, yeah, by businesses, um, business owners um, to be doing something like this. And your Zoom team tea times <laughs> seems quite fun. Um, in the recovery roadmap report, ACC has commended a three-stage framework. Act, analyze, and anticipate. In your view, Saad, where are we currently as a region? And what would you say are the main focus points that businesses, businesses should have right now? Yeah, indeed, uh, the ACCA three-stage framework is spot on. Analyze. Yes, please do analyze on all the points. Uh, you know, some of them we discussed uh, earlier in our discussion. Uh, anticipate a better future for all of us and act. Act now some of the action points as we discussed uh, again earlier. In fact, you know, I can imagine myself using this framework for every situation because it's a model which will help us learn and be prepared for all situations. So three key takeaways for all our listeners, act, analyze, and anticipate. And if you haven't already read this report, do go away. You can access this via the PI Insights app, uh, the ACCA Insights app on your mobile phones, and you can read on the go. So Saad, finally, any words of wisdom for the next few months to our ACCA listeners? Because with all due respect, Corona, COVID-19 isn't going away anytime soon. So any words of wisdom would be much appreciated. Uh, it has been really a difficult time for uh, everyone. And uh, I'm always available for all my CCA uh, listeners. Many of uh, them uh, contact me also from time to time. But at this junction, I would like to share that the COVID situation has accelerated our sense of responsibility. So please continue to care for yourself and others and share the kindness with all. 
please continue your commitment to learnings. Especially, I would recommend the amazing short courses offered by ACCA. I have also done one course during the lockdown on digital innovation and finance, which I found very enriching. One thing I would like to advise uh, here, which is very near and dear to my heart, is whatever you do, do it ethically. That is to say, be honest and true. You will always have a sustainable future with this attitude. The right path is always difficult, but surely will give you better results in longer run. You know, often when I say this, then I get the question back, how do we know we are ethical and how do we develop this skill? My simple answer always is that you must listen to your heart. What you don't feel right, then don't do it. And lastly, please do stay tolerant to the situation and people around us, and we'll make it a sustainable future for all of us. Saad, they were fantastic words of wisdom and, and so many of them I would personally be taking away for myself as well. Saad, it's always been a pleasure to catch up with you and chatting on this podcast, on our first me podcast for the region um, and talking all about things post-pandemic. Um, you're a great advocate for ACCA and it's been a pleasure to have you um, with me today talking about these topics. Thank you, Fazila. It has been my pleasure to talk with you and I appreciate your initiative to lead this amazing podcast series. Thank you, Saad. This concludes September's Me Talks. Thanks for listening to myself, Fazila Gopalani and Saad Maniar. And do join us next time as we talk all things digital accountant with Noman Mian, CFO of Bait.com. In the meantime, have a great month and look forward to your feedback.